welcome to the Real Estate Raw Show, hosted by Joe Mendoza. Hi guys, Joe Mendoza here in sunny San Diego. Welcome to my show. Thanks so much for subscribing, following, and spreading the good word. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we have Jacob Blackett. All right, Jacob started his career while he was a sophomore in a university in Nevada. He started buying, fixing, flipping, and now today, fast forward, he has about 1,100 doors, ladies and gentlemen. He's also, through this process, he developed a couple different platforms that we're going to talk about that's really helped him scale. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this show, Jacob Blackett. How are you? I'm doing well, Joe. I'm looking forward to catching up here. Uh, it'll be fun. Perfect, perfect. So let's take the audience back who don't know you, just where you were before real estate. Before real estate. I, that, so I started to get involved in real estate, like you said, as a sophomore in college. So before real estate, uh, I was your typical college kid. Maybe uh, you'd consider that. I, I actually was working full time, uh, going to college full time in my uh, hometown, Reno, Nevada. And uh, really when I, turned, when I turned 18, my biggest goal was just to get a place and move out of my parents' place and, and uh, just kind of provide for myself. And so that's, that's what I did. I picked up a job at a Walmart distribution center and worked Saturdays, Sundays, and Mondays and 12 hour shifts and, uh, and then went to school you know, the, I went to university at, at the other time. And, and so that was life pre real estate. Uh, just, so you were put in, you paid your way through college yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Uh, luckily with the local university staying in state, I had, I had some really good, uh, there, there were some really good scholarships as well. So, so my tuition, uh, from the tuition and book side, it was, I mean, it was maybe a couple thousand a semester at most. Uh, so, so yeah, I could support myself room and board and rent and, and uh, work a few days a week. And, and in, in Reno, I, uh, during the winters would, would get up to the mountains and ski a couple times a week as well. I, living in the Midwest now, I, I don't get that uh, anymore. I miss that. But uh, that, was, that was life, skiing, working, and, and trying to have some fun in college. That sounds like a good life. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you were a sophomore. Now you had the itch to get into real estate as a sophomore. So second year, what created that itch? It was actually kind of crazy. So I, no one in my family worked in real estate. I quite honestly don't recall meeting anyone, not even a realtor. Uh, so what had happened is I late one night saw an infomercial about fix and flipping houses and you know making all this money and, and we can teach you how to do it type thing seminar and and that was my introduction joe i literally saw that infomercial it it was intriguing it was good it was a good infomercial it got me thinking and so i i called in and scheduled the free the free one night uh seminar but uh but yeah it kind of opened a bigger door for me because i once i went to the one night seminar uh, I, I started looking at my course offerings with, my, with the university. So I was studying business, uh, finance, and entrepreneurship, economics, accounting, you know, all of this. And I started looking at the course offerings. I didn't see anything about real estate. And, and so 
I was kind of taken back and looking around. I mean, real estate is all around us, but there was this, this blind spot. And so, uh, so I started buying books and, and started learning as much as I could about real estate. Uh, and, and then when I, when I graduated initially early on in my college career, I was thinking finance and accounting and I would go get my CPA license and get into investment banking and, and kind of run up, run up that, run up that realm. Uh, what happened is that I got my eye on real estate. Uh, and also I got a really good taste, uh, working at Walmart of having someone else manage your time, you know, so someone tell you really like which days you need to show up and, and track your hours and track your production. So, uh, that experience at Walmart really started motivating me to want to do my own thing. If I could just call my own shots, man, that would, that would be the, that would be the best life. Uh, and then of course, real estate affords, uh, that opportunity to really step in and, and be an entrepreneur pretty quickly in terms of doing deals and, and calling your own shots. So how many um, properties did you buy by the time you graduated? So actually through college, I did two, I did two fix and flip deals. And, uh, and then when I graduated, I, uh, within the first 12 months, I did, uh, about 50, 50 deals total in terms of wholesale deals and, and mostly wholesale deals and a, and a handful of fix and flips. At, at what point did you start to transition into multifamily and said, you know what, this single family is great. Wholesaling is great. When, what was that turning point? Well, the short answer is not soon enough. Uh, right love it so so uh no i i got i was i was in uh really busy with the single family homes in 2012 through 2017 so uh five five solid years of doing first wholesale deals and fix and flips and then and then i was holding rental properties single family rental properties uh and, and got up to 150 single family rental properties and, uh, you know, these things are all over town and they're all different, uh, different properties, uh, different, different things that they need. Uh, and, and when I got my eye on multifamily, uh, it was kind of one of those eye-opening experiences of, of thinking that you could, in one transaction, purchase 50 or 100 or 300 units uh, and have everything right there. It's, it's a business in itself. And and when I was comparing that to what I was doing with my management company running around town and, and all these different houses and, you know, I, I'm still, still selling out those single family homes. It's, you know, each one's a separate transaction, separate deal, separate inspection. And, and it takes, takes a lot of time. Uh, so. So to go yeah. back, you said not soon enough, would you have jumped right into multifamily? Yeah. You know, I think if I could, I, I, I would never re re rewrite my story, right? But I, th I think everyone, you should be really cautious whenever you're thinking about rewriting a story. But uh, if, if I, another intriguing idea or thought in terms of my journey and how potentially it could have went is that maybe out of college, I could have got an underwriting position or an analyst position with a commercial firm, maybe buying, buying multifamily real estate, maybe the investing in other asset classes, maybe, maybe real estate, private equity company, 
but just in the door into a firm that that was buying the bigger deals i i think that would have been a a huge uh, a huge um advantage uh, for sure yeah exactly and you know hopefully i would keep that entrepreneurial spirit and wouldn't get wouldn't get complacent and kind of comfortable too comfortable uh, but i think certainly it, being in, in inside an organization like that and and opening up the doors and, and networking with the decision makers, uh, you know, I think that's couldn't ask for anything better uh, in terms of taking that step to operate your own company. So you graduated around 2017, 2018, somewhere on there? I graduated in 2012. 2012. Okay. Yeah. And then so around 2017, 2018, that's when you got really serious and started really like, hey, I want to scale it. Um, yeah. What were some of your challenges scaling from single family to multifamily? Well, the the challenges scaling is really single family. So we were, like I said, everything's so transactional. To buy to buy twenty or fifty or a hundred single family homes, that's that's a hundred times more work than buying a hundred multifamily units, right? It's it's, it's one deal. And so the challenges that we faced uh, early on with the single family homes, of course, is uh, we took managed hands-on approach with management. So we still, all the properties that we control, uh, we, we manage directly ourselves. And so, uh, so building that out early on was certainly a challenge because uh, we, we kind of, you know, hired our first leasing slash manager and then, and then, and then, and then scaled that up. And so, Certainly, there are lots of challenges. Construction, that's a big one. If, if, you're, if you're purchasing value-add real estate or needing to do renovation projects, uh, that, that's a huge one, right, Joe? Uh, any, working with contractors, getting bids, knowing that uh, all, the, all the pitfalls and challenges in terms of project timing and staying within the scope just because just because you got the scope up front that said that the churn was going to cost $5,500 and had everything you wanted in the description doesn't mean that at the end of the day, you're paying $5,500, right? You could very well be $7,500 into, into those scopes. So, uh, so yeah. And then, and then also, of course I, I needed capital. Uh, I, through college I worked and I saved and I actually maxed out my student loans uh, my senior year of college to get some working capital. So I had about 20 grand when I graduated in the bank to, uh, to fund my real estate endeavors. And, uh, and, and so my early, early uh, investors were friends and family, uh, you know, just little, little chunks from friends and family and getting them into wholesale deals and putting my money in with their money and, and then, uh, and then scaling that investor network to, to where it is today uh, in terms of, having hundreds of investors and thousands of people in the network. Uh, that was also a big, uh, a, a big process to, to get it to where you can raise the amount of money you need uh, in the period of time you need. So you have two programs, two softwares, Holdfolio and Syndication Pro. So what were the differences and, you know, maybe some of the details, how you came up with them? Yeah, the, so my two companies are Holdfolio and, and Syndication Pro. Holdfolio is a real estate company, and 
that was the first, that was my first uh, company. So in 20, in 2013, 2014, uh, I primarily in 2013, I, I saw the very first real estate crowdfunding websites coming, popping up. And I thought it was very intriguing, uh, to the idea that you could post a real estate deal uh, on a website and investors can review it and invest in the deal right through the website. And so, uh, so what I did is I ended up basically replicating that process with Holdfolio. So I got with the web development team, uh, built out everything you needed to register the investors onto the site, to be able to post my deals, have those investors then go through the investment process uh, and, and did that for many years before I first heard of an investor portal as a software. And so it, it, I believe it was in 2017 or 20, early 2018 that I heard of an investor portal. And quite honestly, Joe, I was thinking maybe it's time to get rid of the, soft, the, the website that I built to manage my investors and the capital raising and use one of these investor portals, you know, newest, newest and best thing. And, and so I demoed a couple a uh, couple software options and and uh, after an hour long demo i just felt like it was way more complicated than it needed to be uh there were still things i didn't understand i didn't love the design the look i loved the experience from the investor's perspective it just it just felt clunky and 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 quite honestly looking at what i had already built i thought man uh there must be a demand for a more simple solution or user-friendly, uh, well-designed solution. So I teamed up with uh, the owner of my web development company uh, that was helping with Holdfolio and uh, talked with, I had already had colleagues asking how to build, how to replicate what I built with Holdfolio. So I already had colleagues waiting for a solution. And so we built out a, built out a beta, uh, beta solution and we called the company Syndication Pro. And I invited my colleagues and, and, and they started using it and got some really good feedback. And, and those colleagues invited their colleagues. And, and uh, before we know it, we have a really, uh, a really strong uh, product. We got out of the beta, of course, and released a fully functional and, and got a big team working on it. It's, it's really a blast to, to be, to be uh, operating and experiencing a, a scalable technology company versus the bricks and mortar uh, real estate that I have been accustomed to before. So it's, it's been fun. Nice, nice. Now I've had several people that were single family, multifamily, come up with several of uh, different types of software. And I don't know if that's a norm or that's developed over time. Which mm -hmm. one excites you more, the, the syndication pro software or investing in real estate? Oh man. So the software is fun because like I said, it's scalable. We've built, we've built the infrastructure and, and we can, you know, every day we have new, new firms coming on board and the growth is really, really tremendous on the real estate side. As you know, you've to make, to make that real estate side grow, you've got a prospect it's deal dependent. You got to find deals to acquire it's been tough. The market's been hot the last couple of years. And so we're just being able to grab what we can. So from a scalability perspective, the software is very intriguing. Uh, also, I always have had a knack for automation and streamlining 
know, anytime I do the same thing more than once, I'm thinking, what, how do we, you know, what technology or what automation or how do, how do I streamline this, not, not get in, into the habit of just, you know, wasting time. And so the software, that's, that's what we do. Right. So, so we're all about um, for real estate firms providing an, uh, an environment to save time across the, across the firm and really centralize all of the interworkings of a, of a real estate business that raises capital for deals. And so, um, so yeah, I think to answer your question, uh, the software is really fun and intriguing, especially from scalability, but the real estate side is so fundamental uh, to park, park wealth and it's not going anywhere, right? It's, it's there for the long term, certainly. Uh, so I, I love the combination of the two. Now, do you have any advice for some folks looking to get into multifamily right now? Uh, given the nature of the market, do you have any thoughts or advice you can share with the newer folks that are looking at getting into investing in real estate? Yeah, certainly. I, I think uh, from my experience, it is a hot market, but it doesn't mean that you can't find deals. So uh, I've experienced many hot markets, especially hot neighborhoods where, especially kind of going back to the fix and flip days where a neighborhood, someone, might, a realtor might say, or another investor might say, it's, it's picked over. You know, you're not going to find a deal in that neighborhood. And, and you found deals, you're able to put deals together. So it is a hot market. I wouldn't use that as an excuse or get, get, uh, get too down on that point. There's still deals to be found. We still uh, have in the last 12 months closed phenomenal deals. Just means you got to work a little harder means that potentially other people are getting burned out. Uh, so, so uh, kind of there's other people in your same shoes. Uh, and then, and then going back to my point early in the call, if, if you can find a way to, um, get yourself in line with uh, with a individual or a firm that's doing what you want to be doing, and and get your foot in the door. Uh, there's there's really two 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 really good ways to do that. Of course, uh, there's the deal side. So getting out there, meeting owners of properties, trying to find and put together a deal. That's the top of the funnel. If you can if you can get good at finding deals and and making relationships with with owners of properties and uh, and you can bring deals to, to a firm though, there's always a, a way to work together there. Uh, and then of course, and then of course it's, there's uh, the opportunity to provide value in the, in the form of uh, looking at open job opportunities with firms. Uh, there, there's a lot of property management and asset management related, related things. And so I would say, I would say finding a way to uh, associate and and get in line with with an experienced firm uh rather than just trying to do everything yourself uh that would be my biggest advice that's some really great advice <laughs> listeners i hope you heard that one because yeah real estate seems easy from the outside especially when you watch these fix and flip tv reality shows they make it look easy you know, and so a lot of people get intrigued and getting into real estate because of that. But man, I've been a broker over 22 years. It hasn't ever been easy. Like in some cases, yes, but a lot of times that's kind of why I love it too, is every deal is a little bit different. So you have that, 
that um, it's not like ABC, XYZ. You have some variety. That, that's what keeps me excited. So that was a massive, massive tip. And I like what you said earlier, too. What I caught was like, you know, about underwriting. Because that skill set is not easy. You know, when you're starting to look at performance, uh, ladies and gentlemen, listeners, you know, understanding cap rates, understanding debt service coverage ratios, you know, these numbers could either make you or break you. And if you're off by a little, man, there goes your investment money or investors that invested with you. So great, great tip. Um, Jacob, regarding uh, marketplaces, you know, you have roughly 1,100 doors. Which uh, parts of the country were they? So uh, we primarily invest in the Midwest and Southeast, and we have a property in Texas as well. Excellent. And any particular reason why? Well, the Midwest was home. So from, from Reno, Nevada, I moved out to Indianapolis in 2012. Uh, a week after I graduated and that was that was the the backyard right that was the home market and that's really where all of our real estate holdings began and and then from there we did a three-hour drive radius of Indianapolis and so that got us into uh into primarily Ohio and Kentucky markets as well and our thought there because we took such a hands-on approach is that a three-hour drive is it's not unreasonable to be able to do that in a day, do a day trip. If, if we needed to send some core team members from Indianapolis, we could, they could go out, see the property, do what they need to and come back in, in the same day. And so, uh, and then from, and then outside of there, we just really got more comfortable uh, with operations, uh, with the opportunity to also partner with other operators uh, as well, who, who maybe their backyard or their home operating bases is in Florida, for example, and, and being able to kind of diversify our holdings in our, in our portfolio and get into some other markets outside of the Midwest. Any, any advice? So somebody like on the West Coast, like myself, I like the Midwest as well, but to jump on a plane or to drive, you know, it, especially nowadays, it's, it's tough. You know, um, for somebody who's in on the West Coast, a very expensive market, the cap rates are really, really low. What advice would you give to somebody like that? You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of partnerships. I've always created partnerships in real estate. There's uh, pretty much the vast majority of real estate firms are creating partnerships on their deals. So I would look at, depending on the individual, if, if, they're, if they're strictly looking to be an active investor and they're looking for a full-time gig and, and that's what you're going to do. Maybe this, maybe this advice isn't so applicable, but rather if they're looking for exposure to real estate, looking to invest in real estate, uh, I, I think the, the best way is really through syndications, through investing with operators who have good track records. Uh, and, and that, that's a great way to go about that in terms of, in terms of uh, investing from a distance. Quite honestly, I'm not. I'm not your best person to ask because I don't. I don't do it. I, I've. Uh, I like I said. I started very, very hands on, all control. And when I go out of my area, I invest with other operators uh, on the team to offset any risk where I'm stuck. Like you said, I'm thousands of miles away. My asset, and I got to get on a plane to go visit it, and it's just not a situation that I want to 
personally be in. Great advice. Any tips on screening out an operator that you might want to partner up with aside from like referral? Any like yeah. really, really good things to look out for? Yeah, Joe, and I, I can share links so you could put it in the note, the show notes. Uh, but I have, a, I have a guide that actually breaks down my process of, of looking at, looking at part, partnering with other firms. So everything from just getting to know the sponsorship team, getting to know the firm, their history, their track record, uh, and then also deal level things. Like what are the key, what are the key things to look at in the deal? Um, what assumptions is probably for some, maybe a, a little more than maybe what they're looking for, but it also has a good way to kind of look back and, and kind of score the deal as well. Uh, so I'll, uh, I'll make sure that link to that, to that guide gets, gets in your hands so that your listeners can take a look at that. Uh, that'll be, that'll be really helpful for anyone in that position. No doubt. Thank you so much. Well, Jacob, this has been a pleasure. Any last things you're promoting, where to reach you, anything like that? No, I, certainly uh, for, for those listeners uh, of Joe that are managing a real estate firm, actively doing this, managing investors, uh, I'll extend a three-month free trial to, to anyone who wants to check out Syndication Pro to, to help save them time, scale their business, and really set that foundation. So syndicationpro.com, mention Joe, Joe's name when you sign up, and, and we'll make sure you're taken care of. And then in terms of getting in touch with me, that's an open invitation. So holdfolio.com and syndicationpro.com. Uh, my email and phone number is, are on those about pages. And so get in touch. Feel free to uh, get in touch anytime. You are the man, Jacob. Thank you so much for your generosity. Thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks a lot, Joe. It was a pleasure. Our company is not responsible for the success or failure of your business decisions relating to any information presented by our company or our company programs, products, and or services. 